0: Valiant Imani Track Wolfpack Assemble oh, oh, was I supposed to say that too? Oh,
1: we cannot <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen Rosie and Poutine 2021 Nothing has changed We haven't <laughs> Nope. <laughs> I hope you all had a very wonderful, happy new year. I am the MC Almighty yeah. Rain. I'm joined today once again with my co-host, the Valiant MC, the T.R.A.C. Mr. Track MC himself, and a very special guest, my friend from across the pond, who really should just live up the street, Mr. TC.
2: How are you, man? I'm good. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Back and
1: I'm saying. If you take the time right now, or do it when the show's over, don't leave now because the algorithm says you won't come back. But when you have a chance, or if you have a phone in your hand, please go to YouTube right now. You can go to TCDNB, his channel, subscribe. He's got a show on there called DNB Talk, along with the. You do Twitch as well, right? I
2: kind of stream on everything. Okay. If I'm doing the streaming, I did. I made 30 tunes in 30 days. No shit. <laughs> all oh, live man. but I actually did like 26 tunes in 30 no, days 30. the, the <laughs> challenge was 30 look man if but... you did one
3: in 30 I'm, I'm impressed <laughs> so <laughs> it was
2: it was a fail but it's okay I'm okay to fail I'm okay to like be real in this game and just you know if I can't do the 30 tunes in 30 days I'm just I'll, I'll fess up to it and be like okay 26 right. tunes is actually all right and then i did like a mix for those tunes in like a Mm. cdi environment thing and Uh you can go and buy them so i did that on the channel and the last thing i just did was uh, a remix documented from like start to finish but like in a series of videos like recording drums in my garage and just going in deep and just trying to bring like information to new producers really 'Cause it's what else am I gonna do in these times, you know? I mean? <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> There's sort of pressure of like every single day I would have to come up with a new idea for the tune and mm. like a new concept, new drums, yeah. and then like slam it out, and then the next day I would sort of finish that tune off and then I would just go straight back in and start the next one again. But because it was all live, it created a real kind of community in there. i got nice. my wolf pack of all the people who We're like part of that and then they all feel like they kind of have a hand in making those tunes at the same time all different styles and it kind of bring brought everybody into this kind of feeling and then I put the tunes out for sale you know what I'm saying so gotcha
1: gotcha so you do your TCDB on youtube and I believe that is the
2: same for your twitch as well correct yeah TCDB across you think I would just have this written down somewhere so that can put the links Sound in the profession. description we'll put the link links in, in, description. in the description tell people all to my subscribe people subscribe and hit the yeah. bell for hit, notifications yeah
1: son you know what it is uh <laughs> now that we are here shout out to everybody in the chat good to see you back good to see you active uh just so you are reminded once again as I like to do this is a pre-recording so stop asking us questions cuz we can't hear you <laughs> You do it. It's live. We'll do it anyway. They're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> they're gonna do it every time. <laughs> Whole time. But We play it live every Thursday. We we'll actually we play it on the time we would do it live, and every time we pre-record, someone comes in. And, yo, tell yo, T. Remember that time we was in, and you like he can't hear you,
2: fam. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, so they're all talking to you in your headphones. Is that what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Well, oh, so it's can it's I
1: can't Twitch. hear them. You know. T- uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah.
2: it's Twitch. All right. We
1: okay. go to Twitch and then we'll.
2: These are it. some depths that of this technology stuff that I do not understand. I hope you're making money off
3: this. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh, <laughs> buckets. <laughs>
3: we're making tens, We're making tens of dollars. Right now, we never making money. music. We're again. making this tens, is of, is dollars. It. We're it's tens of dollars. It is insane. It is wild. Nickels and dimes. Definitely making it rain. And and anyway.
1: Hey, we gotta ask you, roti and poutine tradition, uh, Mr. TC, and I-, I need you to go deep on this. I need you to think, you know, whether it's now or way back in the day, what is your bucket list
2: food? Just gotta say a fillet steak cooked right. Oh, okay. For me, just a real nice piece of steak. Mm. I should, are you I,
0: rare, medium rare guy?
2: Medium rare. Okay. I always feel like I should be a vegan. I was talking to Fury. <laughs> today every part
3: of my body says to me that i should be a vegan but <laughs> i just can't do it it's just like i can your body's like i can feel a heart attack coming on i know it's coming yeah a, a good piece of steak so is careful, definitely like the, the most
1: anti-vegan
2: to next to like frog raw but uh i switched to oat milk just probably so i could still have steak. all right well you
1: did enough Did I'm the trying
2: yeah you're on <laughs> the oat milk flex Oh,
3: absolutely! I'm on, the oat, I'm on the oat milk flex. I do, I do cashew. I don't. Oat milk is a little too. Milk. Wow, I'm really talking
2: to Americans here.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach does not do well with dairy, to be honest. Yeah. With you. So I, I roll with the, uh, the cashew for my, for my cereal.
1: I started off almond, then I went to cashew. Now I'm on the, on the, on the oat.
0: Yeah, I got the proper oat. I Tomorrow just to be goat milk. Or...
3: milk or... Silk has, having... Silk has this, this coffee creamer. It's, it's a uh, half mm-hmm. and half, and it's like half oat half almond i think maybe i don't know and it's like got like 15 10 fat you know to to be similar to half and half and it's got a weird weird aftertaste i don't know i like the old old old-fashioned soy-based coffee creamer but
1: this is the most gangsta story we've ever had uh, Stop! So I was talking about our
3: ibs and our and our uh, lactose intolerance. It's going off.
0: <laughs>
1: I throw a little whiskey
0: in,
2: no. <laughs> just, just, just
3: because. Yeah, I see. It's like eight PM
2: here, you know. Oh yeah, like, yeah.
1: We're jealous. I can't start drinking. I got a look don't, or maybe not. This is I don't a very know.
2: special hey. br- blend as well. This is uh Macallan's. Nice, nice the one. You, that...
1: Speaking of which, I wanted you to know the first time. Not we met, but the first time we sat and had a like a real, real conversation. Because I say to people all the time, I love people that I can sit down and have a cup of coffee with. You and I actually sat down mm-hmm. at a steakhouse before a gig one time. Ooh. And like hours before the gig started, we sat down, had steak and talked about wine and everything,
2: non-music
1: Ooh. the entire night. And I remember that. I remember was like,
2: that. Was that Viram tour? I think so. Yeah, that was a good tour. I really felt like I connected with you on that tour. Like, all the people in, in the airport, and like, you know, you can really tell the proper soldiers in this game when, like, the next day they're not grumpy, you know, they're <laughs> just doing their thing. It's cool. <laughs> and by like the fifth day, no sleep. If someone's still cool, it's, all <laughs> right. it works. it's okay. It's <laughs> when people are like, like like, i don't know it's that soldier mentality this drum and bass thing we're all out there nobody slept in a long time jesus and like it can get pretty brutal but i would choose you to be on tour with bruv because it's not like it's it's no issue i didn't see you lose your like lose your call cool one time and i'm like okay that's that's nice
1: dude same so, right. and that's and that's like it's always I tell them all the time everybody knows that I've repeated it a million times it's like I don't I don't even like to work with people who are the other way because that's the truth man you get about 10 days into a thing and you it's like it's like a marriage almost you know it's like don't move in with somebody <laughs> and then find out you hate the way they brush your teeth like yeah, <laughs>
0: that's like
1: why are you sitting next to me on this trip <laughs> like you know so and I'm not naming no names but it's happened so i'll try uh, to be like oh, i've on, seen DJs people thing, not the female thing i love my right. wife and that's all that matters that's right. all that's ever matter. but the dj thing yeah you've been on trips where you're like fam i don't like you at all <laughs> <laughs> well you would just say that I'm, i know I, no, I wouldn't no. be that
2: guy to just say it out like that i could just tell someone i don't think i maybe uh no, nah. i've
1: let people know after Good month for real. I'm
0: surprised what could happen though. You know, I've
1: definitely had people be like, Yo, you want to go back on the road? And I'm like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow. Cool. laughs> I'm like, I respect oh.
0: you, but I'm because it, it, it's the whole thing about tournaments that you step in on some like, you know, it's a cool gang. All right, we're about to have, and then you start seeing like people's personals and the other side of them and how they react on certain situations. Wants to get
1: comfortable and tell you things they shouldn't say out loud. (laughs) Absolutely. And then there's always
0: this one person in the middle of the trip that wants to pretty much has this, I want to go home look on his face at some point. Surely everybody has that at some point. (laughs) Yeah,
3: man. I don't know how bands do it and keep their lineups intact. You know, I've been in band. I throughout bands with Roger on bass. I never got to the level where I had to do more than four gigs in a row on the road. I never had long-term touring experience. I'm glad because I'm more of an introvert,
2: mm-hmm. and I don't know how
3: introverted people do this shit.
2: I'm, I'm trying to think of ones. like the longest one that I've okay. ever done, and I did. I done bus tours, and they were long, lots of shows, but they were always good people. Maybe like twelve to. 14 days on the road with somebody. I mean, the worst ones, I think the worst time I ever had was, and this is a great conversation for like, yeah. <laughs> the worst time, the worst gig, the worst I ever felt was I was doing South America and we flew in and we did like Brazil, Chile, Argentina Ooh. and then Venezuela and we Dang. did all of these spots and I literally had no sleep from the time we left in London, like the third gig. And I went to bed and I had two hours before I had to go and play this Ooh. show. Oh, and like, it's even worth it. Jake's banging bad. on my door. we've got to go to the show. And he's like a monster. I don't know how the hell he manages to do it. He just drinks beer the whole time instead of water. <laughs> I feel like that's his, like, his thing. <laughs> And like, I honestly felt Jakes. like I was gonna like, lose it. Like I've never felt so sort of like shaky before a gig. But the minute you get on stage- It's gone. It's gone for a you, bit. Until you get off the stage- oh, I was gonna say, the, the second stage,
1: you walk off stage, <laughs> it <toast>. hits you <laughs> a thousand times, man. Hey, uh, people don't understand how the touring life is. I, I like to remind people of that a lot. It's just, it's not all glitters and gold. I swear to God, if it, let me also preface this that I would take uh, the shittiest bus tour in the world right now. <laughs> <So let's laughs> keep it a buck so y'all don't think it was like, y'all in the virus being ungrateful? Trust me. We love it. Yeah, We're just man. expressing that it wasn't always Prez, private private jets. All
2: of them are going to relocate to timeline. New Zealand. I said this on a few things. I think Alex Perez just moved out there, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: The we second were. he moved there, I was like, man. Shout, shout out to
0: dude. and she held down COVID, so she on top of the world right now. She crushed yeah,
2: one, I would.
1: Man, I
3: would. I would move the there side. anyway.
1: Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. One, the one thing
2: that I felt that I I felt like I wouldn't want to move to New Zealand was. On the second big, they they have quite a lot of earthquakes and they had like a massive earthquake a in yeah. Christchurch. And on the second massive one, I was just like chilling on my mate's sofa who was running the shows. And luckily I wasn't in the hotel because the hotel was just flattened. Oh, when you just, were there? Yeah, so I was in his house oh, during shit. like a massive earthquake in Christchurch. And it kind of changed my mind on New Zealand a little bit. Mm, and a lot yeah. of the hotels have got like tsunami warnings and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but other than that it's pretty much paradise especially like um queenstown and that's like yeah, lord bro. of the rings man <laughs> that it that whole
0: shit ain't nothing but california man it's, california.
1: Nah, it's, it's not the same it's not the same <laughs> I'm playing. it is not the same it is beautiful down there but they, what'd you do for a holiday track?
0: Holidays, man, you know, I was just happy to be be alive, I guess, at this point. I meant the
1: food, man, we know <laughs> <loved> you're <it>, grateful. <laughs> I'm alive,
0: I'm alive, everybody. I didn't eat nothing, I just sat in my
1: happiness. <laughs> I survived. Yeah,
0: I, I ate a plate of alive with gravy on it, Now, uh, <laughs> But uh, I would say we had, uh, you know, I haven't had sushi in a long bit because of COVID, and I had that not too long ago. And now it was the best tasted thing in a long minute for me, yo. So I gotta say, oh, hooray, sushi for me! Oops, I'll keep it at sushi
1: for today. i some sushi. actually had some sushi for my ten year anniversary. We actually, oh, do nice, it. we do it every year, and
2: uh it was. Different oh yeah, this time. Armani yeah. was like, "Do you want to record this thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, of <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then he's like, "It's on my ten year anniversary." They said, "You ask your wife if that's okay, yeah." And he was She's like, yeah, she... and I was like, knowing my experience, <laughs> if that was my girlfriend, right, She'd there's no, like, no way okay. that would be okay. I was just let like, it, bro, we need it. to reschedule now, because I don't we... want to be in the middle of this. <laughs> if she
1: had something to say, she would have said no, and I would have been, been say, like, cool, right. and that would have been the end of that. But Maybe no, we took the time. That. But we did reschedule because of it, and we did use the time wisely. So thank you. I, I oh, appreciate blesses, you being so. We had
2: sushi, which is like
1: good. We had did. Did uh, beautiful sushi from the spot right up the street called Tomo. It's actually, uh, mm.
2: it's. Uh, I think I saved a lot of money on dinners recently. Yeah, well, over the last year and a bit. For sure. For like, sure. I may not be working, doing gigs or anything, but I sure as hell am much more rich from like not going out. And we, I've been out for one dinner. And we're in, like, quite a strict lockdown here in England. Now. Mm. Pretty much, like... An <clears throat> operation shutdown out there, really. Yeah, really, what's the, really What's, kind what's of the solid. latest on that? We can't even go, like... You couldn't drive to another town. You'll get stopped by the police. It's pretty... Yeah, but, well, that's <clears throat> what... They're, I mean, they're, they're kind of saying that. Whether that's the reality of it, I don't know. But they're trying to... I don't know <clears throat> what they're trying to do. We kind of messed it up here. I saw that. Well, I mean, I feel like I saw this thing coming like last January. Right. I was like, when they locked off that city, I was like, okay, this is right. something to fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So I just started, you know, <clears throat> working on how I could make businesses that didn't involve me having to go out on road, right? Like quick, sharp, and get ahead of the curve on that. And, um, Fill up the pantry with a bit of long-term food just in case, you know what I mean? Lots of Operations. crackers and cheese. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Costco, get some toilet roll before everyone goes in. Still okay, can cool yeah. I,
3: th- I think I think s- I actually saw a meme the other day. It was uh meme ish. I don't want to call them a straight meme, but it's like, yeah, I totaled up the amount of money I would have lost from gigs this past year, and it turns out I saved $217.
0: Mm.
3: And, which you know points to the ridiculousness of of how artists get paid or whether they get paid at all and the fact that we let's frequently- talk
1: about that no <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it again that'd be great where's my money
2: That's what hey look at hey. that tie. Look at time good at your job you've, you've been cutting <laughs> for a while now <laughs>
3: Valiant, what's your mean, list, what
1: was your what was your food of the sorry?
3: Uh, two, I mean, you know, obviously Christmas dinner was crazy. I sent you guys pictures of the the dessert lineup, which was yo, bananas. For those who don't
1: know, I'm going to put the oh, stuff yes. in the Twitch. Valiant oh, sent us a picture of how many desserts he had over
3: the holiday,
1: <laughs> and I swear, this man brought enough for it wasn't me it, it was, was my was mother-in-law 4 people Yo. in that whole house
3: no no hold up hold up it gets it's see if the thing is if it was man. a normal christmas it would have been twice that amount because people would have been coming over
1: oh man so her, it was, too it was much my food mo- for four people bro
3: it was my mother it was my mother first of all my mother-in-law does this she goes she gets way more food than is necessary oh. and her idea is all right well the extra food i'm just gonna box up and give to people or whatever the but you know town nobody nobody can <laughs> well, hold on on the entire on you know the entire town she actually does they they donate like 100 turkeys every year to the food bank here mm-hmm. and stuff like that so right. they they kind of try to do that but like the whole dessert thing was like okay we're gonna give it to give it to people mm-hmm. afterwards And but like, i'm like no one's coming over and she's like oh yeah okay so anyway there was like four pies and like <laughs> Ooh. like three or four coffee cakes and then all these like cakes. little desserts full
1: cakes. who needs this
3: like, yeah i want people.
0: to be like you should next yeah, time she crazy. does that you should be like ask your mother-in-law are you mad at somebody or something because no she just she just
3: that's lot. she loves the holidays so i mean it's whatever
1: bro i have seen people on like on their way to the chair who didn't get that much food just... I, I could
3: feel i could feel diabetes setting and just looking at the picture at, at all those, just looking at them I was like mm. I bet, anyway, I the other the other food uh of um, food of the week I mean it's been a long time but uh a okay. uh a pho place opened up here which is strange oh. pho, pho. Hey, I said pho I, I okay I usually That's like doesn't, it doesn't put a little a little o at the end of the pho pho you you know what stop mean? So playing like,
0: around man it's pho you to say pho and get it over now with now it's pho There's actually, it's you know what? There's like actually
3: <laughs> There's actually a, a food truck in Las Vegas called what the Fuh, which I think is hilarious but <laughs> um, anyway so yeah they had uh, they had some proper f- it was good man I was actually really really surprised because I live in a very white very rural area so the fact that this place is here uh, was a, a, a nice surprise and the food is, is good so
2: amongst the grain okay <laughs> We'll Do you to explain so... what exactly is it? I don't I don't think I've heard oh, it. It's like it's
3: like a, it's like ramen but it's Vietnamese. It's the Vietnamese, Vietnamese. spin on what ramen okay.
2: is. Okay. So, it's very and good. It's usually oh, in well oh, ramen ramen, <laughs> ramen is usually
3: a yeah, ramen is usually in a pork base. Pho is generally speaking in a beef base and sometimes chicken base. Um so this
1: Yeah, is... yeah, yeah you, yeah. you need to get up on it, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, took no.
2: missus, I took my Mrs. I took my Mrs to Japan and the ramen out there just like blew mm-hmm. her mind it yeah. we found this one spot right near the hotel next level the guy would shout loud when you walk in the restaurant and yeah. just like it was just so good the food you could just tell that's all that guy had done for like 15 years you know what i mean mm. food that's j- japanese
3: food the, just- the key the key is finding a place that makes their own noodles that's if they make their own noodles, generally speaking, it's gonna be at, at the very least decent. You know what I mean? So yeah, there's there's a couple of places in Toronto that are just off the chain we're that I the go chain. to pretty regularly. So
2: I got taken to this place by the promoter, like a proper like Japanese meal. And we had like this there's a big pot of broth in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. and they serve up and it's like pork. And you right. have to like Korean cook, barbecue, probably. It, oh yeah. It wasn't really like it was because you were just boiling it. So it's just like right. boiled. It wasn't like on a barbecue. It was really interesting. Really, yeah. I forget what that's have, called, but that's
3: have a big thing. The grill thing.
1: in the middle of your table and all that. Wasn't a grill. No, no. It's a, it's like boiled. Yeah, like broth. Like yeah. hot
3: broth. Boiling <laughs> broth and you cook the meat in it, like at yeah. the table yourself.
0: Yeah,
2: it must be some hot ass water right there. That, uh... I know with pork, right? You just don't really, <laughs> yeah. I don't really trust pork to be cooked. Um, mine was in there for ages. So They're like, "You should eat it now." I'm like, "No, I'm just gonna wait a little." Yeah, bit. I'm not dying. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was working at like a record label, and or I might have met him. He was working in a record store as well, but um, I just we just had the same similar group of friends, and, mm. you know. Worked out. I've known Jake's forever, mm. man, forever. And going back to the point on the dubstep thing, I feel like my man doesn't really get the credit for the rhythm because I remember going to his house and he was creating this genre and like he would never say it himself. Never. I would say my man was a pioneer of a genre and never really got the like, I don't know,
3: the credit. The credit or the actors. Wait, are are you you saying are you saying that a black artist is not getting credit for his (laughs) (laughs) I mean
1: (laughs) I I told you it was coming. But uh, (laughs) he's gonna say some shit. Anyway, uh what's funny what's funny is um it's wild how many people if you you say that he hasn't gotten he hasn't gotten the respect and the just dudes in that. But if you ask any of the heads, if you ask anybody on Twitter who's an artist or knows anything, Jake, Jake's the dude.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jake's
1: the dude. Like if he says it, I don't care what none of y'all say. Like, you know what I'm I saying? Just,
2: I remember there was this time when he was living up at Tekitch's house mm. and Tekitch had like moved to LA. Shout out Tech Itch, by the way. That's yeah, true. big Ooh. shouts to Tech Itch. And so Jake's was just like in this house with like this incredible studio that Tech Itch had built in this place. And like every couple of days, I would just get on my BMX and just ride up to this place. And Jay would just have like this new beat of this new music. And I was like, can I get in on that? He's like, no, man, it's all good. I'm just doing this. <laughs> 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 and Obviously I've always been the drummer bass guy so I just keep doing my stuff. I would go there, test tunes. But he was onto something. I, I knew he was just like he was in this scene. And it was just it was just like a perfect moment for him. But I just never felt like because he's such a sort of humble guy, he never came out and was just like that's me. You know I'm Jake's bitch. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah no. Nah, it's funny too and it's funny even to hear you say that you're the drum bass guy because like there are certain, this is gonna sound funny. There are certain German-based artists um, I've loved to grow up. I've, I've grew up on watching and um, I put dynamite in this thing. I always think you guys are like hip hop heads just in German-based bodies. Like the, the way you operate, the way you create the way you specifically have created 7 million remixes just like a hip hop DJ was just like, you take everything and flip it immediately. Like if it isn't, if it even remotely sounds cool, TC is going to make an even cooler remix. Like, like it's happening. That's just, and like, I've always admired that about, about you guys because you're not afraid to flip genres you're not there's no elitism or anything like that you're very much into i'm here to create whatever while still being pure to the essence of drum and bass and, and understanding what that culture is and not disrespecting it and finding that fine line and bouncing in between it without a problem you know
2: when i was writing all the earlier music that i did a lot of it was inspired by producers like nerd and that really kind of, Dr. Dre, I mean, everybody's sort of like, kind of test tune, if they owned a sound system, would be the Chronic, because the Chronic just had this like, it was just so incredibly punchy on those drums. Yeah. And just like, and with Nerd, like the separation between all the parts and the simplicity and just being able to make something so, meaningful but with such little amount of instruments was always a thing that really kind of got to me and was I was always like wow if I can just get four or five standout sounds instead of having to layer up 500 tracks of something it really can bring like a signature to what Mm. it is that you're doing and it's all kind of I guess contrived musician speak but i really I really feel that like you know that it is definitely an influence on in my music, along with a lot of weird stuff, like I don't know, I listen to all sorts of kind of strange music to try and I never want to get influenced by drum and bass. I guess is right. what I'm really trying to say. I never really want to get too influenced by things, although in my early career i was and I think it's okay to do this to be heavily influenced by certain artists. If you listen to like Stevie Wonder, he had that song, Sir Duke, which is like where he's calling out all of his influences. Mm -hmm. And I think it's okay from like a drummer and bass point of view or any artist's point of view to come through with those influences, as long as like you put your own stamp on it after a certain period of time, you know what I'm saying?
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like we, we preach to the choir all the time about the importance of that, of, Recognizing that in MCs, um, being a student of the game is will make you a better MC. Uh, I personally, I can't speak for anybody else, but I personally try to be the Shang Song of MCs. Like I've got styles that I've taken from uh Ice Cube uh Andre three thousand, Kendrick. Uh, I mean, but mm-hmm. even you ask those people, and they're all influencing. Either we could take it even deeper. We just had we all just watched Snoop Dogg talking to Will Smith about how Summertime was strictly taken from Rakim. Or you talk, you watch Art of the um, the Art of Rap, something from nothing, and Ice Cube will sit there and tell you he stole his shit from you. Know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's, it's all about influencing Great. the next one. It's tr- carry on tradition, so to speak. Each one teach one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah and that's always sure. been, which is why it's such a marvel to be such an artist is like even the greatest artist that you look at and then, you know, you get a chance to hear the breakdown of where it all comes from and what inspired him. What you realize is that something inspired him that's pretty much along the lines that made him turn this into something. And maybe the originality is what you do with the inspiration, you know, cause I think that's where, uh, People sort of either they either go too hard on one thing, like they just try to emulate what exactly was already painted, or they just go ahead and just you know I'm gonna just put a little slash of blue on here or a little little different color on there, and sometimes those little things make a difference. You know, Um, I think that's just the that's just that just comes with the territory when it comes to art in general for me.
2: Definitely, drum and bass MC is such a thing it's so important from my point of view. I don't like it when people say they don't like an MC on the set. I'm it's sorry, could you of...
1: You repeat that?
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I like to hear MCs. I wanna work with an MC who's just, I just, certain MCs I work with and there's a, an, an incredible comfortability factor. That you know that they're with you, and you know they're gonna make you look good if you mess up a mix. <laughs> like if you clang, clang, <laughs> clang, they, glang, they glang. got you. you know what I mean, they like they'll, yeah. they'll cover over those bits or like they'll, it's a they'll two-way know- street
1: for sure.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, we 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 are the sort of the Bob Rosses of the scene. I just wanted to say that real fast. Yeah,
1: just put emojis in the chat.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bob
1: <laughs> we
0: are, you know, the sound is coming, you know, the DJ is the canvas, the DJ is the, the the support on the canvas, and the canvas is being made and the picture is being made by the DJ and the uh, the MC comes through with the paintbrushes and just traces and colors in what the what the image is, and I
2: think that's the love of it all. But and, and understanding the uh, ebb and the flow of what's absolutely. going on. Mm-hmm. and reading a crowd as well it's like it's not just the dj that has to learn how to read a crowd An mc you know you can't do call and response if you get that call you, you throw out a call and response and you get no response <laughs> so you're do another call <laughs> <and> response.
3: <laughs> or or the i think i think what's more egregious though is the the, the mc that calls for a reload when absolutely nobody is Nobody's calling for that.
2: Sometimes it's a
3: personal <laughs>
2: one. Sometimes, but I totally feel you. But sometimes Jakes will literally just reach over the decks and just pull it up. And I'm like, bro. Man, me, sometimes, 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 nah, was, hey, sometimes,
1: nah, I always make a joke. It's like, hey, I get one. I get one unnecessary <laughs> what? rewind. That's it. Like, that was for me. I wasn't concerned about how y'all feel. <laughs> this was my own personal rewind. I'm sorry, continue on.
2: (laughs) I love that, though. I think that's, you know, that makes me so happy. I like to play in shows where it's all bustling Mm. in the booth. You know, I want people to, like, almost knocked me over when I do that <laughs> double chop. Don't say play. that too
0: loud, TC. Yeah. <laughs> oh I
2: don't I don't think anyone
1: I don't think it's no, a personal any, space any, invaders up in there. Anyone <laughs> who's ever seen TC play man is uh first of all it's fun being an MC while TC's playing because if you even remotely take your foot off the gas he will grab the mic and <laughs> do
2: it for you.
1: Like,
2: <laughs> 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 I need a I mean it depends where I am if I am if you if I was playing like one of the smaller shows in America I'm obviously gonna let you get on with it if it's a big big like really big show I feel like there's a little bit where sometimes the crowds are not all drum and bass people and they want to yep. see a little interaction between the DJ and the crowd totally. and I feel like that kind of works I'm not trying to take over your job
1: no (laughs) no
2: first of all i I wouldn't even imagine no no like uh what is it i have no standing on the mic i should not be on there. That's not true that's bullshit i understand this i'll do like i'm kind of like i'll do a set piece so like halfway through the set i might sort of like take a little video of the crowd and be like can you all do something that's different i can post it or whatever and just make a lot of times that can actually like raise up the whole feeling of the thing because people weren't expecting it for you to even do that and then you just kind of like you make that little connection between you and them and then after that especially if you drop in some fire tune mm. or you do it in like the breakdown of a tune or something like those little set pieces can work really well um it's weird talking about it because I'm getting like butterflies in my stomach even thinking about playing a gig oh man we all miss and i haven't even, i haven't okay. played a gig for a year and i've been doing this for 15 years man It's yeah it might be the whiskey talking but i just feel a little no
1: like, man it, it, look it's, it's hard know, for
2: everybody but, i um, miss
1: the stage there is no ifs ands or buts about it and and as long as we've been uh-huh. doing it, I've been doing. I've been on stage with drum and bass for 20 years now. Yeah, I've been doing hip hop shows before that freestyle cyphers. Even after 20 years, I remember the last gig I played in Los Angeles, February 12th last year, and even then, I was nervous as fuck before I got on stage. It never goes away. It's, it doesn't, in my opinion. There's a lot of people out there who still feel that way because you fucking care, dude. You it, Like those oh. sets mean something, you know. Hold dude, on one second. The classic valiant leave. There we leave. go. <laughs> Every oh, no time, yeah. the show
0: is officially back. <laughs> we
1: have had meetings.
0: Yo, <laughs> uh, no, you know, just mute the page, you know. It is. <laughs> anyway, we gonna leave this in too, so he this later. Yeah, yeah,
1: for
2: sure. We all miss it. It's, it's it's terrible that it's been taken away. I have always asked everybody who's come onto my show, like, uh, when's your prediction for when we might be getting back in on this? I don't know.
1: I've I've been caught trying to be optimistic before. Oh, so my original game plan was by summer. I'm looking at by winter. By not winter now, winter time
2: now. Winter time, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, hopefully. Not to go
0: super deep, but like, you yeah, know, it's just that we have a new strand running around and it's making it easier, harder, you know, it's making people again. it's more contagious. So it's it's way more contagious. And I think that might be the difference, but, you know, we just went through a, a passing, a changing of the guard, so to speak, yeah.
2: a transitional moment. Yeah, I got a very... Uh depressing prediction of around 2024 so that's what i was thinking 24 yeah i don't know man just feel like i feel like you guys are in the thick of it too though i I go in all like deep on this stuff though i think there's going to be a lot of like turmoil going on in the world and that kind of stuff and Mm. like financially there's a very strange kind of I got super into like day trading and, and, and finances and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff as soon as this whole kind of pandemic hit because I was like, ah, oh, you know, like I got nothing else to do with my time. So I'm just going to learn about this stuff and just I feel like not to go too deep in on it. or get too No, deep it's question. a good road to take. If mm-hmm. everybody's taking like all this money, this stimulus ticks, right, this stimulus money, $2,000 each or whatever. It goes in the bank, and then the banks can then lend that money out 10, 15, 20 times because they've got the system of banking, they print money on money. So like the dollar is gonna be like a little bit shaky, and it's it just it I feel like there's gonna be some sort of like very unstable sort of financial situation yeah, Guaranteed. and like <clears throat> Well, yeah, I just I just I don't I, I don't know how deep I want to go into it on this, but I follow a lot of stuff and I've been reading and learning about well, this kind of stuff and just buy some gold. That's what I'm saying. Not Bitcoin. <laughs> no Bitcoin.
0: I, I, I will say that the one thing that Trump was smart about doing was increasing the print printing machine on, on, on dollars, because I think he already knew that the ground was already hollow and he just wanted to look good. And as long as he looked good, he was able to print more. They just kind of saved his ass a bit, but now here we are, and we walk into this is like, you know, you you left your kids the uh, the keys to the house. They threw a party. You come back, and now you have to investigate what's broken, what needs to be fixed, and it's all that on top of just trying to create more value and 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 make keep things back at a work in progress. So, I mean, you know, optimistically if every, if everybody gets on the same board, we could see May. But I'm not saying like a happy May. I'm saying like a... Oh, May of when? May of this year. I'm just saying it optimistically speaking. <laughs> it's value no, 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 optimi- sure, no, I'm man. saying... because Sure, man. Yeah,
1: I, for sure. We with you.
0: It is for February. February. It's <laughs>
1: February, right? Yeah, bro. May's my time. birthday. I know how close that is.
0: We right. got enough time to do this right now. Smack people around to wake up. All I'm saying is that if we, if we just get these idiots, well, I don't want to call anybody idiots just the first episode. If we just get these people just to open their brains enough to understand that this is what it takes for everybody to have their civility back, then maybe, (laughs) maybe,
1: maybe. you're muted you're muted I know. you're muted you're which muted. is probably good you're <laughs> muted you're... i'm
0: putting the best energy we had, out thousands,
3: there, of, we had thousands of people, <laughs> we thousands of people show up to take over the capital because they were told some fucking ridiculous shit they were like armed and, and stuff now like
0: somebody's got to like, speak to them yeah, look
3: people have been whoa. speaking to them for years first like, of all, so what I'm saying is the stupid factor is not like easily over, like it's not easy to overcome. Very
1: credible information.
3: I don't care. <laughs> Look, it could be Jesus himself.
1: I'm joking. I'm not a kid. He could reveal himself
3: to these people and it still won't work because they would just call him a libtard. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not, this is not happening by May. Like I I literally said to, right, so to somebody the other day. I see that,
0: in May, let me. Just, I got to go into depth of what I see in May. What I see in May is light openings of stores that weren't necessarily open, let's just say restaurants or a little bit back.
3: And here's here's something that people have got to take into account too, a lot of venues are going to be gone. They're already There's a lot of venues already gone. Already, you don't right. know what Absolutely. venues are going to be around. We have no idea how that's going to happen. And with the, the reduction of venues, that means that there's only going to be certain people who are going to be able to Day play. This that's yeah, not wait way. see but exactly.
1: that's that's old you still that's still old ways of thinking because i'm gonna give you i'm gonna keep it a buck with you right now i'll throw a party in the park if we're allowed to do it like you know what i'm saying going back to the old ways of throwing raves in the park and underground like that's fine with me i'm cool with all that and we can bring djs over and you'll have the more respected ones yeah, for who sure. even
3: know how that goes i'm good with. That. I, I could just see municipalities Using all of that as an excuse to crack down on those kinds of things because the municipalities are not making money like they used to. Like, there's going to they be losing out on a lot. Of, hold on. They're going to be losing out on a lot of tax revenue and stuff like that. And mm. it may be more profitable for them to find people and shut them down than to just grant permits. You know what I mean? It's so, mm. you know, it depends on who is working what, in municipalities. One yeah. thing
2: that's really fascinated me about how it all goes down in the U.S it's like you guys could start promoting a show a week before the event and it's still okay in england it's like it's like months lead up but Way you months. Seem to, it's, yep. it's crazy how I've, like sometimes it's like you be in contact with a promoter sometimes and like maybe two weeks or three weeks before an event they're like no i haven't started promoting that one yet and i'm like wow
3: yeah but only I mean, look for... at look at, the, look at the sheer number of events that happen in the UK, though. I mean, in the United States, if there's an event happening in a city, there might be another one happening that same night, but probably not. Right, there okay. Might not, there might not even be another event happening that same week, depending on the city. The or if it's like yeah. some of the yeah.
2: places that we play <laughs> on the World of Drum and Bass Tour, it's like the only one in that year, like, in, like some places, I feel. I, yeah. There are
3: some places like that. But I mean, you know, the city I'm from... It's like a mid-size city. Like there's one, maybe, weekly event happening for drone base, and parties happen at a certain pace. You don't have competing events usually, but you know, if you look at st- the way stuff goes on in the UK, you'll have multiple events on a night. You'll have multiple events happening during the week, every yeah. week. And yeah. the kind of lineups that these things are, you could have like an average like weekly club night in the uk would be a headlining tour in the united states so yeah i think i think that started
2: to reduce slightly in the uk in the last couple of years the midweek nights have started to become more of a a weekend thing and the bigger events are starting to do more like uh like larger events but it feels like the midweek stuff in the uk was almost tailing off um towards the end of like the year leading up to this thing and I just want to take this opportunity just to send a massive shout out to all the promoters around the world who put on these events like in every small town that have ever like booked me to play or booked anyone in drum and bass because really the lifeblood of this whole scene is those people who as Fury said earlier, on um, I was doing like a chat with him. Shout out Fury, so man. He was legend. saying like, that a lot of them, if they just don't lose too much money, it's a really good night. You know what I mean? So like,
1: <laughs>
3: Right. Yeah, I mean, actually, I think SS brought this up when he was on the show. Um, talking about those, you know, a lot of the like the flyover states and they have events. Like, I'm thinking specifically of like people like NAPDNB in Indianapolis and like, you know, in these places where it's a drum and bass desert and they they put on events and they know they're gonna lose money when they bring in a headliner and they do it anyway. And those are the kinds of things that hold the music together across the country. So (laughs) So, I I can't imagine putting my fucking wall in the line like that every single week or every single month. I just don't even.
1: I mean, it's cool for people like SS and TC as well. You guys will come play for the budget according to that city as well you know what I'm saying you, oh, yeah and never, you know, I'd
2: never want to come and like you know rip a man off for like that kind of thing if there's only a certain amount of people are going to come to the rave like I'm never going to be you know
1: well as nonchalantly as you threw that off you, not everyone's like <laughs> just keep it at a buck you know what i'm saying i really
2: like those weird shows so do i (laughs) i really really enjoy the not knowing whether it's gonna be busy the like just like some of them are just so off key like sometimes they will bring in the most ridiculous sound system for like the smallest venue just because their friend has got this like I don't know how many ke- kilowatts of amps and speakers just because they want to play like... that
1: show like it's a seven thousand person event every time. <laughs> like... Dude, I have walked in. We walked in one time in St. Louis, I believe. It was me and Andy, and we walked into this club, and there were ten people there, and we were like, uh, "Okay." They had a blast. I had so much fun with the. I was on the floor <laughs> with them, like. Yes, and you know what I'm saying? We just did it. You do cool. drinks flying. Like it was great. Like that's I've grown. Look, man, we all love the spectacle of festivals. They're art pieces, in my opinion. Uh Some of the biggest festivals on the planet, the much as much of the people I know the people behind the scenes putting into production, they're fucking masterminds at it geniuses genius level shit but sometimes man there's just nothing better than that 150 people smashed in a room or the 30 people that can get in it's just pretty hot it's box like right in your face oh, you the, know the, every dog, single one of those people so much man like
0: it's always that's like that's that's the that's the that's a long-term argument what is better the intimate small no versus the big it's you different. know
2: large i think what's really cool from a dj point of view in those situations is the kind of depth of selection that you can bring to those smaller venues because those crowds you know you don't have to play the top 10 of the minute mixed with the the deep selection right you could just come in with the deep selection i think there was one of the drum and bass uh, world of drum and bass tours uh, one of the shows there and i literally just played an old school set Mm. just because i didn't want to play the same set as all the other guys the week or before. like try and do anything. <laughs> I was just having fun with it because I knew it wasn't like a really sort of big show, so I could just come and play like all the old school tunes that I love, just because you know you can bring that deeper selection and maybe like a few liquid bits in there and stuff. And you, some of those shows can be a little bit more challenging from the point of view of losing crowds because people. If they're not really enjoying your energy, they can just walk out, whereas in the festival, walks right out of there. Yep. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the same kind of vibe. Yeah. Although, the festival, they spend know. a lot of
3: money and <laughs> not go anywhere. It's funny because I'm
1: gonna tell a story in a minute guys.
2: Do you remember that? Did you play that show on the Vyram tour? Yeah, that so is that what oh, you were talking Lord. about? Oh yeah. my is that the only time that's happened to you? <laughs> no (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) that's happened many times i'll tell you two quick stories right i'll tell you the quick story and then we'll lead you guys
0: gotta explain this one here the quick
1: story (laughs) is there is a mix right now on soundcloud of me of andy and myself in miami and if you read the comments i am getting berated like like this guy, he talks too much. Why won't he shut up? I hate him. I hope he dies. Somebody give me the address <laughs> to his mother. Like the whole, like,
3: yeah. like the most
1: vicious. Woo-hoo. Because I wouldn't. Because in, because in the beginning of the mix, I'm talking a lot. What they don't know is, and this is why I tell people stop commenting on live mixes when live you weren't mixes. there. First of yeah. all, everyone that was there had a blast. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But before we get into that, you also don't know that. Uh, Um. Oh my God. DJ, DJ played before us. Okay. Uh, Zomboy. Jesus, my bad. Sorry, Josh. Zomboy played before us. Obliterated the place. And when he got off stage, there was a mass exodus. <laughs> so my whole job for the first 15 minutes was please don't leave, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm rapping and it worked and I got the crowd and we were chilling and Andy killed it and we had a great day. But what you don't, you know what I mean? You don't know that all you hear is me literally rapping for 15 minutes like, bla, 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 please don't go anywhere. Everybody, are yeah. you involved? Hey, you in the green shirt, like, you know what I
2: mean? Which doesn't <laughs> sound I great after dubstep guys and then just had to find all my half time drum and bass tunes just to sort of like get that keep that energy just for a little bit and then just like start working in the double time because in the states it could be so so we
1: played Seattle Viram tour right
2: that one tour
1: was dope (laughs) like dope dope and we get to Seattle and I forget it was the Irish night it wasn't Freak Night. It was whatever the Irish, uh, whatever the um, St. Paddy's Day festival is inside this stadium. We've all played in a bunch of times. It's massive. Love that place. USC, shout out. Um, and <laughs> we had the tour. tours. Yeah, Brills played before us. And I don't know if you guys remember how dedicated of a Brills army Brills had. Like the shirts, the merch, the language, the alien writing. Like, like it was his own could, thing brills had a following like still i to never this day.
2: understood why he he canceled that off it felt like he was gonna go on to the-
1: artistic just yeah. like i'm gonna
2: go do this now
1: <laughs> you're like all right i respect that <laughs>
2: yeah like at the height of
1: his career he was just right like yeah, i'm good <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> all right anyway um you gotta respect it uh and it was like a month after this so anyway it was crazy. The whole place had been bananas. And we're going up and we're walking. I have video. We're, <laughs> we're walking through the crowd like, yo, this is crazy. 10,000 people. Easy. Yo, Brills got off stage and it didn't even matter that we were going on. We It was, it was so bad you couldn't take it personally. I'm talking this shit went from 10,000 people to 150. Oh, wow. In a matter of Five minutes <laughs> like <laughs> and T C played first. <laughs> T C oh, got oh, on oh, stage oh. and was like, please
2: don't leave.
1: <laughs> but it was like, Everybody you know it wasn't us. Love. It was just he just straight in like everybody gets the- come on bro. quick quick, <laughs> <was just> like, <laughs> bro. I've never seen and you, you, it happened. You just knew they were Bill's people. It had nothing to do with us. It was but just the other like- thing. It
2: was a back to back to back to back with me, Optical. Mm. So I played like the first two tunes and then Optical came on and just just didn't really give a fuck and was just like you know what. I'm gonna do the longest mix ever of the two hardest tunes to get everyone the fuck out of this place. This <laughs> is the best Bro. thing. But the savior was the after party. Yes, random and like it was rammed, so it was cool. It was it was all that good. wasn't
1: even planned. They were just like, "Yo, why don't you just come to this after party and stuff?" We were like, "All right." Sure. And We ended up going playing this after party till like six in the morning. <laughs>
2: It was, it was vibes it was vibes yeah, it was good times so good that was the savior of it i didn't know that you would remember that oh that's obviously one of the worst <laughs> that
1: was pretty bad i've seen i've seen a couple i've seen a couple i've done one with andy after feed me in a field and it went from but that was like i don't know a thousand people down to seven but 10,000 to 150 is some wild shit to look at bro i was just like
2: I mean, just to like bring the other side of it as well, I played. Uh, it was
1: like they closed it. <laughs> I played the
2: Hollywood Palladium, like mm. sold out okay. after Zomboy and like smashed it. So it was, there's like, there are some times when, especially with like an LA crowd, mm. they were still open minded enough. And I was playing like really sort of like, you know, headsy tunes and it was still going off in there. So, like, yeah. it's not every situation where that no. happens. I don't want to paint myself with too much of a crowd clearing, like. If that's what you gathered yeah, out of this conversation, you. ladies and gentlemen.
1: I apologize for not explaining who TC is more in this podcast.
0: You know, uh, I'm about to say we got plenty of time to make up for this anyway, so it's no worries at all about that Well, I about- do hope so. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, you guys were talking about grab uh, DJs grabbing mics from MCs and what kept playing through my head. Shouts to Random Movement. He has this beautiful uh, mix of uh, Spread Love by uh, Stevie Wonder. And if you ever it, MCs, if you ever play with Random Movement, he's going to snatch the mic from you. And don't feel no way because the next two minutes are something that you're gonna wish you had on camera. And I might throw it up a little later of Mike singing Spread Love and he does it mm-hmm. every time. It's something that uh, it's it's a joyous moment. So shout out to Random
1: Movement for sure. You but. gotta have a good time, man. That's what yeah, this man. whole thing is about, <laughs> you know? It's like, I I counter back to when I was DJing, touring with Craze back to back for years and mm. we would do interviews afterwards and afterwards I'd get on the interview and they're like, you know, like, what do you, you guys do this for a living? Like, how's it? And I'm like, yeah, man, you know, just trying to bring music to the people and educate young minds. I'm like, Craze, I'm just trying to party. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad. <laughs> you gotta have a
2: good time, man. I got buried by Craze in Puerto Rico. Like, literally, I played a set. It was a good set. Everyone was going off. It was real nice. Craze comes on. And just literally like bodied me in this set, bro. Like he killed it, yeah. like levels. I was like, bro, don't, some don't the say it too loud. <laughs> <well. laughs> oh yeah, he jumps. He was in, like, I know.
0: He's <laughs> in the room alive. He's gonna. I well, look, I knew him. I knew it. I knew it. Shout they out, Craig Check his channel cheese. on Twitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, man. But you know, that's yo, yeah, and, and and so people know, man. These are far a few between i didn't know about the craze thing i've i've played i don't know how many gigs with you now that seattle thing was definitely an anomaly you fucking bodied it everywhere mm. else you track selection uh you bring in originals bringing remixes you never know what you're gonna play where it's gonna come how much of the tune uh. you're even gonna play <laughs> like it's been it's been it's been fun watching you. Sometimes people are like, aren't you going to get on? I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, he's
2: he's good. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm I want to enjoy for once. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I mean, going back to Craze, you know how many DMC championships? You know what I'm saying? Like he's... Six. You have six.
3: There's no point in Great. even Jesus. trying to
2: sort of out DJ that guy. There's not really. If I'm gonna play, I'll play my tunes. Because then I can sort of get him on the I Outproduced You, maybe. Do you know what I'm saying? But I don't even know if that's even a thing. I know he makes some tunes. But, you know, when someone like that comes, I saw him play like 2005 when he was still on vinyl in like Edinburgh. And the guy just played, you might have even been there. I was uh, (laughs) there. I was just like, I I remember that. And he did like some routines. And I was like, wow. Rock I've Raider was there no. that rest in peace. In Yeah, two
3: rest of my Yeah, two of the best sets I ever did were with Craze. I mean, yeah. it's like you don't even really need to say anything. <laughs> you know I mean? He's it's like,
1: ruined yeah. people scratching for me. But hey, thank you.
3: Absolutely. Thank you Thanks,
2: here, guys. And we um, really appreciate you
3: guys.
0: We've got a set up to come, come back up. as well, bro. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we could, we could talk about more of them other time, but yeah. Yeah,
2: I'll come back for sure. <laughs>
1: All right, cool. The Mighty TC, ladies and gentlemen. You can check him out on TCDB on YouTube, also on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv backslash TCDB. Follow him on Twitter. Everything you need to know, anytime you need to get access to the man, he is very easy to talk to. And uh, yeah, we love him, man. Appreciate you for coming through. Absolutely. Big up! Valiant. Amani. Track.
0: There goes your uh, theme music right there.